the bullets fly thick. I am the deputy, Stu Kaufman. And I am utterly silent, Amy McLeod. And I think the talkies ruined acting, and my name is Pat Jarrett. <laughs> and today we watched, from 1917, Wolf Lowry, directed by William S. Hart, and starring William S. Hart, Marjorie Wilson, Aaron Edwards, and William Fairbanks. And uh, there's something dark and mysterious about this movie, and I want you guys to all know this. This is a true fact about this movie. It's really strange. Everyone involved in the production of this movie is dead. <laughs> is there some kind of curse? Are, what does that mean? <laughs> does this mean? Hold on, hold on. Are we haunted now? Is this like a? Is this like a the ring situation? Yes. And now, listeners, anyone who's listening to this, you will be haunted by Wolf Lowry. <laughs> but you're lucky because he's 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 dead. So also his ghost is. Never mind. I was going somewhere with that. Didn't end up anywhere. This is where you put in the cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was bad. I'm going to feel bad. Yeah. Anyway. Well. well, before we delve into the mysteries of why everyone in this movie is dead now, <laughs> a century and, a, and some change after its production, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, want mm-hmm. us, you want us to tell us what happened in this here very quiet uh, movie? Yes, I would love to. So this, uh, if, if it wasn't apparent, apparently apparent... We watched a silent film, uh, and this is our first silent film. I think it's our oldest film, so uh, it was very interesting. But the story centers around the titular Wolf Lowry, who I thought would make a mean uh, barbecue sauce. I'd buy mm-hmm. it. That Wolf Lowry seasoning is the secret to a lot of New Orleans. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a little. Just a little, little dabble, do you? Little, little, little Wolf Lowry will get that uh, gumbo oh, yeah. cracking. Yeah. Oh, so we have yeah. our, our spicy protagonist, uh, <laughs> who we see as kind of a, a rough-and-tumble man of the West. And we know that because he's an asshole to an old coot in a shack, uh, who I guess lives near him. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want anybody near me. Um, I mean, big same. Right? What was like? That? I get it. <laughs> uh, but then uh, the this coot's like, "What am I gonna do with this land now? Because that guy's gonna freaking chase me off every time I try to make my little coot nest in there." So, <laughs> raise a whole bunch of little cootlings. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, I didn't realize the coot level of this film was quite high. And man, the cootness. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. we almost had, this was almost a documentary of the, like, nesting habits of the South American, mm-hmm. South, Southwest American coot. You know, their, their nest, which is padded with, you know, uh, empty cans of, like, chewing tobacco and Slim Jim wrappers. Right. That's the modern coot. And shit. And shiny bits. Shiny bits they find out on the trail. Yeah. Exactly. Old teeth. Down in the holler. They, they, they use those for trading, don't you yeah, know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> to, so I can buy my... So I can pick up some notions. <laughs> and so I can find my teeth that are out there somewhere. <laughs> you can never have enough teeth. <laughs> I, I've done lost so many of them. Sweetheart! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. So, our poor old coot, uh, what to do, 
Uh, and he's at the real estate office with a very evil-looking uh, Groucho Marx-esque character. I think that's where Groucho got the idea for the, the face makeup from this guy who is known as Buck Fanning, which I'm like, fuck Banning. <laughs> that's a landmine of a name there. So uh, anyway, <laughs> who, who? Buck Fucker. <laughs> He, he was saying he's, he's a real estate guy and one-time gambler. And I was like, I guess that's to tell us he's uh-huh. a real sleazy character because he used to be a gambler. I mean, the kind of things that are scandalous in this film, it's like, wait, was that, was what's the, oh, that's, okay. Yeah, I was like, confused. <laughs> yeah, like gambling should be, you know, frowned upon in the eyes of the church. Of course. Obviously. Here the we devil's are. in them bones. Right, but you know, let's hang some Chinamen. Anyway. Oh yeah, I haven't even gotten to that part cool. yet. I was like, <laughs> sorry, I jumped the gun. No worries. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. I'm like three Ooh. minutes in, and we're assaulting a foreigner. All right, here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the plot. Back to the plot. So the coot uh, sells his land to a a young Mary Davis, who is listed as having more courage than good judgment. Which, I don't know, kind of. We'll get to her later. So, um, and then, of course, <laughs> we've got Wolf, who shows up to try, you know, he thinks that coot's back, and he's like, I'm going to run that stupid-ass coot off. But then it's a pretty lady, and he's like, oh, well, I guess this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> pretty ladies can live next mm-hmm. door to me, which I'm like, it's pretty judgmental there, Wolf. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, yeah, I, I can under I kind of understand if I'm gonna live next to an old coot who's uh, probably. I mean, listen, I know it's a silent film, but you can tell that old coot's breath. Oh is bad. yeah, oh, and who knows what he's right? cooking in that oven? Oh, oh, you know it's it's like a shoot mm-hmm. with cabbage on it or <laughs> right? something. Yeah, well, first of all, the cabbage really brings up the shoe leather. <laughs> exactly, it's nice. Uh, or a pretty lady who seems to be quite pretty and has no business on the range. No, yeah. none. You know, like, hey, you want to hang out on my porch, pretty lady? I mean, listen, I'm a single yeah. man. This is yeah. where I'm at. So, you know, I, we get it. It's a little, it's a little like angel and the bad man kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm a big tough guy. Now, oh, pretty lady, maybe I can, maybe I can let some of that roughness go off to the side so I can hang out mm-hmm. with the pretty lady. Uh, we do learn that Mary Davis has a, I guess, it's not super clear, a fiancé, a boyfriend, some some sort of gentleman she's rather fond of. Because she has his picture and she looks at it very longingly. So I didn't know if, I mean, it's unclear as to whether or not he was dead, left her, who knows. Um, but then we've got Buck Fanning, uh, <laughs> who just like... <laughs> shows up and like assaults her in the night um and uh, i guess also i mean it was good that he was like wolf was there but also kind of creepy it kind of like he's like oh i go out every night to just like stare at her house <laughs> yeah yeah that <laughs> which was i'm weird. like that was really cool. yeah i'm like i guess he's far enough away that it's not offensive but still weird like just go look at her house yeah. and he sees like a guy over and he's all like oh i guess she likes that guy but then she like freaking punches out a window and is like help i got a creeper in here 
<laughs> Straight damsel in distress. Oh yeah. Move, oh me. yeah. Classic. Very. But oh, ra- yeah. rather extreme, though, if you ask me. Like she busts that window yeah, out. Like, whole front mm-hmm. half of her body is like out of that window. Like S O S. Right, right. How did she not like? I don't know. Lacerate all of her skin off of her oh, body. Oh yeah, that would have that would have hurt bad. Would have the hurt magic of Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, is that where this was filmed? <laughs> <laughs> or was it Baltimore County, yeah, Maryland? It looked like the Tapsco <laughs> State Park, but you know. <laughs> you got guys got to take me to that it's park. A ni- it's a nice <laughs> park. It's oh yeah, man, all kinds of damsels in so distress out there. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. How the coot, how's the coot watching? Not bad. There? Pretty good coot watching. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. They're out there grazing, yeah. you know. You know ah! Milling about. Free-range <laughs> coots. <laughs> so, of course, uh, Wolf rescues Mary. In the process, he gets shot, like, straight up in the chest, which I was, like, like right in the middle. I was like, damn, son. Uh, and, of course, it takes... He has, like, a long convalescing, convalescing period... Uh, where Mary, I guess, tends to him. Um, and, of course, he falls for her, asks her to marry him. She says yes. Um, and then he sees the picture of... Uh, it's Owen Thorpe is is her old boyfriend. He sees the picture, wow. and he's kind of like, oh, like, who's this dude you have a picture of? It's 1917, like, pictures are not like a thing people have a ton of like she can't be like oh it came with the frame like (laughs) i wish you could have but that would have been way prescient for the future of picture frame business that would have been (laughs) but she's like oh no it's my half brother and i think he may he might be dead because i haven't heard from him in a while and i was like girlfriend what are you doing lying to your fiance not a not a good look not a good start not a good unless she wasn't lying unless she just didn't know if he was alive or dead that was kind of unclear well i think she did think he was dead but she lied about the half brother part like that's the bigger part oh she sure did oh yeah 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 yeah. you're right you're right so then he's all like oh well okay well i'm you know whatever (laughs) and then of course wow as luck would have it, who fucking just waltzes into town looking for a job? Mr. Owen Thorpe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. Uh, so then it's a big awkward situation, and it's like, all right, what's, you know, because uh, Wolf is all like, oh, like, I'm the hero. I found your half-brother. Isn't this great? Just before the wedding? Like, this is amazing. And she's like, this is the worst thing that could have happened ever. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't you just right, stay like dead? either stay dead or show up before i decide to get married like come on man um mm-hmm. so you know then it's a whole thing because she's like we can't tell wolf because he'll kill you which when he finds out he did tie owen up to a tree and hope you know so he could be eaten by golden retrievers <laughs> the vigorously licked by golden retrievers those did not look like wolves but <laughs> It clearly looked like good puppers. <laughs> it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is, if that's your kink, sure. I mean, I, I would just like the wolves in the. It looked cool to me, but also it has to look cool because they ain't no sound right. design. They got to yeah. They got That's <laughs> so, all they got's the visual and some. Oh my god! Hope you got a good violin you know. player in the theater that day. 
Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yep. Which did you did you all the all the the YouTube link? We all watch the same one. Yeah, with the same German subtitles and music. I enjoyed right. the German subtitles. Yeah, so did I. So did I. I have some questions about the the dialogue cards yes. too, but we'll get to that. We'll yes. Get to oh, that. I'm excited about this dialogue. Yeah, cards. we're getting we're getting near the end of the movie here, so you know, uh, Wolf finds out he's upset, tries to kill Owen, leaving him for dead. Mary is like, "Please don't leave my old boyfriend for dead. I'll marry you. It'll be fine. Just don't kill a man." Like. It's fine. And uh, mm-hmm. then you can see that you know, Wolf does save Owen. And then at the wedding, you can see he's kind of struggling uh, with his conscience. And then at the wedding, he says, instead of us getting married, Mary and Owen, you get married. Because, you know, I did try to kill a man. Maybe I'm not in the best headspace right now <laughs> to be a good partner <laughs> for you. <laughs> like Perhaps I've been on the range too long. I'll just fuck off to Alaska. Exactly. He's like, I'm just going to leave for Alaska while you live happily ever after. And he goes and cries in a <laughs> cabin in Alaska. So it's kind of a sad ending for uh, for our buddy uh, mm. Wolf. They Now, Mary and Owen do name their son after him. Uh who, cha- who changes his name to Blitzer. And a legend was born. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, but I was trying to think, like, if I were in a similar unrequited love situation, if, like, oh, hey, I know that, like, I broke your heart, but I named my my daughter after you. I don't know if that would be great. Because <laughs> he, like, writes him a letter, like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome that you named your son after me. But I'm wondering if he's just like, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for another twist of the knife, Mary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily he's already fucked off to Alaska to be emo. Right. So right, <laughs> it's just it's just logical conclusion that he'll just keep crying yeah. up there. Yeah, and that's fine. It's, <laughs> it seems like that's a good place to get in a cabin and cry. You know? I mean, you knew it was sad and cold because it was tinted blue. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's either it's either cold <laughs> or nighttime. Bad. Right, no way to tell. Yeah. Yeah. No way to tell. Because I also do. I really did enjoy the color cast changes. I did like. That. Oh yeah, that was that was a nice device. Probably some of the best. Like, and I wonder. All right, all right, all right. If we can talk about film yes. stuff. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Fuck out of here. Full Damn stop. Uh, Show over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a fine podcast. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'll be in Alaska. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I really liked, you know, I wonder if that the, the subtle shift in the colors, you know, like from from blue to like orange to yellow. But when the color changes, um, you, you know, we saw blue for nighttime. And I wonder if modern films, that's why they tinted their night scenes blue a lot of times ham-fistedly, especially in the spaghettis, when it's mm-hmm. like obviously shot at high noon, you just put a blue filter on it. Is that right? a holdover? And yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how, how much of these techniques were just holdovers from the silent film era? And it could be because, you know, if audiences are used to a certain type of, like, film language, it's like, let's just do that. They know blue means nighttime. <laughs> yeah. Bing, 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 that's it. And to be entirely fair to them, too, it was competently done because there's some spaghettis where they had no idea what the fuck they were doing and it looked like they were under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we'll see Giuseppe. We we make the nighttime blue. Oh, Mario, I just don't even know what the blue. With the blue, you make it blue. It's still blue, Mario. Right. Uh, And then here comes Black Jack's horse wearing a snorkel or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a weird spaghetti that we watched. That was the Under the Sea Western. That was was an odd duck. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We should definitely expound upon that movie in subsequent podcasts. Without I think that, telling the title. Exactly. I think that was called The Snorks Meet John Wayne or something. <laughs> it was a bold move to bring the animated uh, villains in to battle John Wayne, but I, I approve of it. I would love that. That's his last role. I would love to take an old John Wayne Western and just replace everything else with animation except for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. That's I'd, a, yeah. I'd, I'm I'd, for it. I'd yeah, pay for that. No. Uh, but I want to talk about the uh, the uh, dialogue. Yes, title let's cards. talk about those title cards. I know. Ooh. Yeah, I think we all had some thoughts. The about first that. one I particularly enjoyed because it's just like I realized how much fun you could have with them. Amy and I were bantering during the movie, and at one like Owen goes to uh, uh, fuck Manning to ask for a job, and he says um, he says like you know I'll do I'll work for anyone who needs a man <laughs> to which i said like i'll work for anyone who needs a man <laughs> <laughs> part of the fun is you get to put your own inflections on the dialogue so the question i have is uh <clears throat> this question what do you th- what does this sentence mean quote i load you were a man this is apostrophe L O W E D. I saw that too. I load you were a man. Hmm? I, I, I saw I'm sorry? that. What, what does that even mean? Because I thought like yeah, lowing no. was like a sound that cows make. There's plenty of opportunities in the cattle business. Or maybe it was he it was yeah, it was apostrophe though. Maybe it was I allowed. I or... allowed you were I'm a man. Googling this. Is this some kind of like nineteen seventeen <laughs> slang? Th- this is what I'm saying. Like I am so confused. I'm pleasantly confused. <laughs> the kind of language that Woodrow Wilson abhorred. <laughs> also, speaking of which, it being a silent film, I wonder how hard it was to transition to talkies when it's like, because you could swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On film, and no one will know. Yeah, no one cares. And now I got to watch my tongue. Yeah. Furthermore, you never had quiet on the set. Why? <laughs> People can just be like freaking shouting at each other, like, "What the fuck are you doing out there? Act better!" You piece of shit. Ah, shit! I stepped. Shit! I stepped in the piss bucket. You well, you guys are acting. I'm gonna practice my uh, one man vuvuzela show. It'll be fine. Like, go for it, Chester. Like, go to town. Hey, Carl, come over here and keep time with your tuba. Boom! 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 Yeah, like, we get none of that. Because you know why? You didn't fucking need it. Soundstage, go fuck yourself. Who needs it? (laughs) But there's another dialogue card later in the movie where I think Wolf or whatever, it's like, it's like they're driving home the point that he's talking with a Chinese guy with, like, it's got a helpful little racist caricature in the bottom right-hand corner. I'm like, why? Yeah, also, like... I didn't understand Wolf's, like, I, I guess those are, it's either his buddies or his, like, employees, or both, who knows. But, like, in the first three minutes of the film, they, like, chase down this Chinese guy and, like, pretend like they're gonna hang him. 
And I was like, why? What? I, and I, it was so out of place. And it was never called back to, like, like I, I was very confused by that. It, it was it was a little bit alarming. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Especially like, that uh, early in the film. I'm like, what are we in for? Precisely. I was worried. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it was. Mm, yeah, nope. it was like just very dark because I'm like, <laughs> especially because the actual story of the film is kind of you know, middling. Like it's not. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a melodrama. Yeah, it was like yeah, it's a mellow like soap opera level of things happening, and it's like. Okay, you're gonna go. You're starting off dark here because I was like, "Oh, are these people gonna be real bad dudes we gotta deal with?" Right, right. That's what I was right. wondering. Like, yeah, you, you, they they killed a they killed a guy from China who was you know, like traditionally dressed, like right off the bat. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, oh my god, is this gonna be a genocide film? This is gonna be dark right? as hell. Yeah, no. I was like, and it. it I think it was supposed to be a joke, which I'm like, okay, I guess 120 years later, I don't. It's not funny. Yeah, I just like let's let's scare the shit out of this Chinese guy. Ha <laughs> ha, minorities. Am I right, guys? Ooh. Oh, you know, I, I will say, you know, in a, I'm in a band that plays hundred year old jazz songs, nice. right? And a lot of times, we come across lyrics that we can't sing. I I would imagine. I would imagine. And color me surprised. Right. And uh, there, there is a movement in the old time and trad jazz communities um, that I've been quite heartened about is uh, that, that some friends have called it punching up, where uh, they will change uh, words and songs to instead be positive or, uh, you know, go after people who actually are the problems. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, we're rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, there, there, there are a lot of uh, these old time su- tunes that are being adapted to be about billionaires. <laughs> Listen to you. What are you, some sort of yeah, Bolshevik? That, was, that I mean... was Stu's joke the entire time watching this because it's from 1917. So like every time Wolf didn't want to do something, he's like, "T, what am I? Some kind of Bolshevik? I'm giving you my ranch. Yeah, I'm some kind of Bolshevik, I guess." <laughs> Very, very timely, Stu. Very good job. Exactly. I'm here with your humor, direct from 1918. <laughs> Lenin, linen closet, more like the Lenin closet. Am I right? Hey, oh, marks my words, Stu. <laughs> All right, stop stalling for time. Oh man, you're making me sick. I got the Trotsky. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, someone's gonna do it. I'm Trotsky my ass right out of here. <laughs> Zenoviev I don't know Zenoviev Don't start something. it if you don't got yeah. something Stu I mean I've done that It's a common mistake with those of us who'd love to riff on bad jokes <laughs> You start in on it hoping your brain will catch up And the brain just never catches up You know seize the memes yeah. of production <laughs> Seize the memes but it all started because uh, I, I, that joke popped into my head because one of the first lines that is addressed by, from Wolf is, share my land. I, I followed up with, like, what am I, some sort of Bolshevik? Right. <laughs> sort of filthy Which, commie? That's another question because, like, he's, like, appalled at having to share his land. But I'm like, 
if the coot is selling that shack to the lady, is it on this guy's land? And if so, how can they sell I, the shack? And if it's not his land, he shouldn't give a shit. They, I, I think it was implied that he was a squatter. And then the fact they called it a squat, he, they called oh. him a squatter. Well, which frankly, if he's not using that land, right? If no one's living in that house, who gives a shit, man? <laughs> who gives a shit? Well, um, well, let's put it this way: Where do you think the land came from? From guys like that telling people to get off their land because they want it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, who does that? Uh, Americans in this time yeah. period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I did. I was I was commenting. I was like, costumes are really good, but I'm like, it's also 1917, so that's just clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't an old west. This is just a west. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is them. Like for them, this movie was like us making a movie about the 90s. <laughs> for real, I mean, it's, it's like right you- there. It's like, you know, like, if they're, like, making a movie about, like, Vietnam, they'll have, like, a veteran there or something to, like, you know, like, like help them along the way. Like, they probably had, like, white Earp on yeah, set. Yeah. <laughs> probably complaining the entire time. Like, this wasn't isn't what it was like. What, what the hell's going right. on here? Shut up, you old coot. <laughs> white Earp, the original coot. Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if Wyatt Earp ended up as a coot somewhere? You know what his last job was? Because he died like 1922. Oh man, what was his he was a time? sports writer? Huh? Yeah, what sport. Wow. He was a... All... Yes. <laughs> I think it was like baseball and horse on uh, horse racing. I think I don't know. Cattle rustling and uh, I'm gonna say California surfing. Uh, curling, curling. That's it. That's it. Esports. It's all He's esports. He's a big fan of Fortnite. <laughs> esports. <laughs> he knew all the dances. All he's got all the dances on the download. It's great. Highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Synchronized swimming. Ice dancing. Ooh, I do love the ice dancing. <laughs> who doesn't love the ice yeah. dancing? <laughs> tell you who I t- you know who doesn't like the ice dancing? What? Bolsheviks. <laughs> Those damn Bolsheviks. These are those dirty reds. <laughs> Look at the that bourgeois ice dancing. <laughs> Not for us common right? men. <laughs> Seize the no. means. Seize the means of ice dancing. Things are better under Kerensky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're getting in some deep rabbit holes trying to make yeah. some jokes. <laughs> we gotten way off the track hey, there. I hope... I hope our- yeah, I hope everyone tur- tuned into uh, Cowpunchers this week to really get to know the political jokes of 1919. <laughs> We're here with the hard-hitting political analysis of the 19-teens that everyone has been hungry for. Well, all right, so who, who, all right give me your, Amy, give me your best President Wilson impression. <laughs> SNL is calling. They need it. They need a. They need a Wilson. Hi, I'm President Wilson, and. <laughs> it's hauntingly just like him i'm the president and i, I like it a lot go america 
<laughs> well, you know, his birthplace is right here. That's the Pre- Woodrow Wilson Presidential Library is right here in Stanton, Virginia. Yeah, weren't you saying they made a very terrible uh, musical about good old Woodrow? Yeah, yeah, where, where the line was, uh, Woodrow Wilson, he's a really, really groovy guy. Sure. Like that? I bet. I bet. I, I, it, it's I I read a biography of Wilson. Groovy is not one of the words that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. He seems a little stiff. Yeah, talk about his... Well, you know he 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 is he's dead. <laughs> you think the rigors set in? For... I, I yeah yeah hope so. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping us safe from the dead. <laughs> By my calculations, he's been dead for. Approximately 98 years, Amy. So, he could have seen this movie. He very well could have seen this movie, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder what he would have to say about the scene where Wolf gifts uh, the fair lady, like, a quarter of a cow. Oh, I know. A giant haunch. Like, he's, like, struggling. Oh, yeah. He flops a big thing of meat on the table. I'm like, welcome to the neighborhood. Here's a haunch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sign me up. For real, fire up the smoker. Let's get let's go to town. As this bad Jack boy. warmings go, that's a pretty good gift. <laughs> Jack warmings, indeed. I would have to say that, but like that, I I enjoyed that scene just because of the sheer volume of meat products. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. was like not phased. She was like, "Whoa, very nice," you know, not like, "Oh my god, look at all that meat." <laughs> She's just like, "Oh, no, appropriate." Very- it's like bringing over a bouquet for the exactly. hostess. Like, here's a bouquet of a cow yeah. leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the salt and pepper out. Oh yeah. So, kind of on, no on the topic of uh, of his visits to her shack. The first time he goes over there, when he realizes it's a pretty lady and not an old coot, um, she invites <laughs> him for tea, and there's a couple misadventures. One, I mean, he comes like his boots are all muddy, and he tries to wipe them off. But then, when he's sitting at the table, after he pours in like eighty pounds of sugar into his cup, he um picks up what looks to be like a big thing of poop or mud. Yeah, like a dog, like a big. And he dog spends turd. entirely mm-hmm. too long just caressing it in his hand and sneaking it into his pocket. <laughs> That, that scene was uncomfortable. Right, the, <laughs> my specific note for that scene is, why is he cradling that turd? <laughs> well, so he, so that he could put it in his pocket to save for later. <laughs> right? This is going to look great on the mantelpiece. Because yeah, it's like super close up on his hand. He shoves it into the pocket, and then you have to watch him as he wipes his hand on his pants, and it's still all muddy or poopy or whatever, and I'm just like, and then he brings it up to his <laughs> nose. <laughs> Just gross. Yeah, that was that was rough. That was a rough yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't quite know how I feel about that, no. but uh, you know. Like, is this some kind of weird like art house film that's just gonna go? <laughs> that was another. That was another note I had. Like there is that, and then like after he got shot and things got real dark, I was like, oh, are we gonna? Is this gonna be a German expressionist film right? now? <laughs> How weird is this gonna get? See, I went the other way, and I just said my note for that for that part of the film is: is this the English patient? 
Isn't that what the English patient was? Like, someone's wounded, and they fall in love with yes. the nurse? Yes. Oh, yeah. Set it upon the backdrop of, I don't know, I want to say World War One. Yeah. I just watched mm, the episode no. of Seinfeld where everybody likes that movie except Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, look, that's a good show. I'm also giving you timely pop culture references from like 1994. (laughs) Which contrasts beautifully with the pop culture that we consumed from 1917. You know, like I love all this. (laughs) Which begs the question what in God's green earth is our demographic? (laughs) What is our target demographic? I don't fucking know. Somebody. (laughs) Hi out there. Thank you. Let me call my mother. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's the target demographic. <laughs> God help her. Thanks for listening to this. <laughs> She's great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, who, who's going to listen to this? Uh, you like funny Bolsheviks. jokes? You like Westerns? Bolsheviks. <laughs> you like Bolsheviks. You like Bolsheviks? Let's do this thing. Uh, yeah, and like, all right, so... The, 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 and in the dying scenes, let's 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 dwell on this for a moment. Because the face acting in these dying scenes are it's just amazing. Oh yeah. It's just like it's all cake makeup and like sunken in eyes and, and the, the the tragic mask, you know, like the comedy tragedy that's all tragedy masks. It's mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's the sound of yeah. the face, I yeah. assume. Exactly. I bet they were making all sorts of fun noises on yeah, the set. Yeah, it is kind of funny that we're we're talking about a silent film using an auditory medium. <laughs> I'm enjoying that. I had not thought about that. This is hilarious. Yeah. Welcome to 1917. We have recorded sound. We have recorded moving pictures. Can we get them to match? Nah. Nah. Oh, if we make this the exact length of the film, people could listen to the podcast and watch it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we should have... That, see, that would work better if we could do like a, a riff track while we watch the silent film. Oh, my God. That, that would, would be, be great. great. Oh, man. If you think we should or should not do this... Uh, light up our Twitter account. We do have a Twitter account? I have not checked it in a in in a dog's age, but mm-hmm. if you would like us three fools to provide the voice acting for a silent film from 1917 yes. in the West, please reach out to us at cowpunchersshow at gmail dot com. That's cowpunchers multiple, so two s's together. Or what's uh, our Twitter? It is also hold on, fuck it's. It's also oh. at, at fuck. At I took fuck. Twitter off. Can't of my believe phone. we secured that handle. <laughs> I believe it is the same. So it's gonna be in demand. <laughs> yeah. It is, okay. We're at at cowpunchers show. Yes. And we will make that happen. It'll be weird and dumb. Yeah. I'm. I, we should definitely find another. We should. Should we do it with, do it with this western or a different western? Ooh. Well, we'll have to see if there's another you silent that- film that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, there's others. Uh, th- there was another one I had in the running here, because uh, I was like, let's do a silent film. Let's let's get weird with it. Uh, but, it, like, the quality was really bad, and I could only find the YouTube, and I was just like, I don't know if I could watch this for an hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, they also have, I think it's the Library of Congress has it on their YouTube channel. It is the first Western, and it's from 1903. Oh, shit. It's like ten minutes. Oh, we got to do that one. We can do that one, one no problem. Because oh, yeah. we could do that one and then mm-hmm. talk about it. Oh yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. that thing. Yeah, we'll do that next time. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, right. 
also, what was that? All right, getting back to this film. The, the, so the 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 cow hands, maybe we could say the the, the bros. The, I, I just I, this, I have the smoke up bros in here because they're always just like hanging around, cackling and smoking, all facing the camera, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play some sort of prank on him where there's like a a doll thing and some sort of cart. I was, oh yeah, what the fuck was I that? I was unsure at all what was happening there because they're like beating the shit out of him with this doll. I, I, I'm going to go on a limb here and say alcohol was involved. And oh. they, like, had a bottle of something, and they, like, wrapped it up and put it somewhere, and I was like, that never did anything. He pointed at it and laughed later, and it looked like the contents were white. No idea, dude. I have no... I have seriously zero clue what that was about and i loved it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna imagine that we are just too far removed from the the humor of the day to to get maybe that was like a popular prank on 1917 tiktok (laughs) uh, (laughs) here's a glass weird bottle of milk anyway here's a doll let's hit you with it yeah like this is all the rage in uh, vine which all everyone knows was around in 1917 yeah i mean it was climbing up all the buildings yeah yeah. couldn't get rid of them (laughs) <laughs> so if you are a cultural historian of the first qu- uh, quarter of the 20th century, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What if I got anything else here? Um, oh, f- the, the cow caught in the riverbed at one point. I wrote as a note, animals were injured in the making of this mission <laughs> picture. Yeah. The fact that Wolf almost hauls off and punches a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, it felt, felt very, it felt like some of these shots were like, oh, this is happening. Quick, get the camera. <laughs> well, this will look great. We finally got a movie where they're just like, they just got a cast and crew together. Like, let's do a Western. Do we need a script? Fuck it. It's a silent film. Who needs <laughs> yeah. that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Well, what about what about uh, what about uh, dialogue cards? Well, we'll figure it out in post. Yeah, we'll put them in. Figure it out in post. Jerry can figure it I out. Love it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jerry's in the in like the editing booth, rubbing his head, wondering why, why. See, that would be fun if, if we could take that film and like we could recut it up and put in our own our own cards. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Share my land. What am I, a Bolshevik? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, damn. Yeah, we should do that as well. (laughs) I was, uh, it was on the, uh, the note of the, the cow in the riverbank. It's like, I, I had a number of questions. Like in my notes, I, I forget where it is. It's around that time. Where there are just these animals kind of running around. They have like these really quick cuts of animals doing animal things. Yeah. And it's like, I have in my notes, the fuck kind of animal is that? A goat? A hopping goat? Oh, yeah. Huh? What was that? Also, oh, yeah. We already talked about the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> right. Such quick cuts. Yeah. Like, what are those? Oh, that, that that that's that's Jerry's dog. What, we got a cool shot of Jerry's dog in the bushes, so we gotta, and we only got the one mm-hmm. shot, so we're gonna have to cut back and forth from it, so it doesn't look like we only got two seconds of film. <laughs> the other thing that I noticed that was quite funny is in the 
Uh, I, I noticed it in the real estate office scene. Uh, a lot of times, I know this from the history of photography, a lot of times what they would do is they would um, shoot in sets where they didn't have really a full ceiling, like a full roof. A lot of times it was glass or just, you know, not even there. Right. So that they could have the natural light come in. And I think this one did not have a roof or possibly even a front wall because we can see in that scene the breeze blowing the papers on the real estate oh, office desk. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, which I, I absolutely love because you can tell it's natural light. The lighting is really yeah. good. And it's like you never see the ceiling because it doesn't exist. <laughs> which, and and that was that was a, a relic of that era that I was I was very happy to see. Like um, is it Irving Penn? Was he one of the early photographers that shot in a studio that had uh he, he had just a glass over it? And I remember there he did some fashion shoots in there that are just gorgeous, Damn. gorgeous because of the natural light. So. I think it was that same scene. I had another stupid thought come into my mind because the bad guy, uh, fuck Manning, is uh, is an old West realtor, and that just tickled me. So it'd be like, like walking, like guides are into the the shack, be like, well, this is the shack. It's got a hole in the roof, lots 200 of light, square feet, um, uh... two hundred square feet. There's uh, the schools are um, non-existent, so. Uh, the, 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 uh, animal attacks are, uh, frequent, um, so you're not lonely. Uh, it's a, it's a safe neighborhood. Fully furnished, um, fireplace, (laughs) no locks on the doors, so you're gonna have to figure something Mm -hmm. out there, but. But it does come with this one chair, so Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's just a chair. There it Uh, is. There's a can of beans and a can of Campbell's soup in the pantry, Mm -hmm. so. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so see after the thaw. Right. <laughs> I hope to see you then for the, this, your second mortgage payment of like, I, I don't know, $1.50. Well, it's, I think she got it for free. I think she's squatting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like Ooh. I like that we see, and I, and I think you see it in a lot of movies where like somebody's moving somewhere and it's like two suitcases. It's all you need. Just the two. That's all you need. <laughs> yep. Just your things. Yep. <laughs> Just your things. And, and, and of course, they have like m- like more costume changes that like there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Like lady. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I look for in my cinema from 1917. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> um. Well, I, I will say. I will say I, I don't I don't know if we have the opportunity to go through the the segments. I I, yes. I would like to ask a question about Owen Thorpe before segments. Sounds okay. great. What is his deal? Why does Mary think he's dead and he's just fucking around the country looking for a job? What is the deal with Owen Thorpe? What is the deal with Owen Thorpe? <laughs> What is the deal? Seinfeld jokes from 1970. What's the deal with railroad food? <laughs> All these yeah. Bolsheviks everywhere. <laughs> uh. 
I got these names you can't pronounce. I mean, they say it's rustling cattle, but they, if they just left it alone, it wouldn't rustle. But they rustle. It, what are they rustling? <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Oh, yeah, we should definitely do uh, an Old West Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> it's your cattle. The baseline is the baseline is just on a player piano. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, what what was his deal though? Like he was just absent, and then he was back. Uh, yeah, and, and how? Like, and he's how? All like you know, he's excited to see her. Like, oh my god, the love of my life. I'm like, did he think she was dead? Like to me, I'm like, did you not try to look her up after whatever thing separated you? Well, he spent the last nine years convalescing after like contracting malaria in Cuba. You can't or, write a letter, or, like Jesus. It's hard to write a letter when you're suffering from PTSD after what you saw at the oh, sun. Well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Fair. Fair, but also writing a letter in those days was like Elizabeth, Colorado. That's true, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And it would get there. Dale. Right. You can even do that for a New York City address. Be like, Dale, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I know fucking Dale. Yeah. Oh, Dale. <laughs> hey, Dale, you got a letter. Yeah. Like, people would do that, like, traveling. Like, oh, my Aunt Sally is in the hotel in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Aunt one? Sally. You know what? I'll figure it out. Florida. Got it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. that's uh, truly... If, it, if truly, what the fuck with that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, and then... <laughs> but what the fuck with her, too? I know, I was like, right. okay, I get it if you're a little uncomfortable being like, oh, yeah, I still have this, like, 8 by 10 glossy photo of my, like, ex-boyfriend. Like, maybe you hmm. don't want your fiancé to know about that. But also, like, communication, people. Uh, just a little bit. And I'm like, you know, she should have just been like, hey, Wolf, I'm sorry, man. But I still love this guy. We just met five days ago. So. Mm-hmm. I'm technically squatting on your land. Right. So I'm going right. to go. Mm-hmm. See you later. Or she needs to but, go to Owen and be like, hey, I thought you died. So I'm going to marry this guy. Like she needed to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Granted, after three days, he was like, I think we should get married. It's like, that's moving a little bit yeah, quick. Yeah. Just, yeah. just a touch. But you know, he's elderly at this point, at the old age of twenty-seven. Right. right. Exactly. Right. One foot in the grave, the other on a landmine. Because <laughs> it's nineteen seventeen. Oh God. <laughs> God damn. Oh God. But yeah, I just had to bring up Owen uh, before we we scoot on into segments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I, the fuck, Owen? Let's start with. The face, because I think lot one of, of who wins this one. He happens to be a sweet-looking dude. Oh, a lot of face. Uh, I, I think it's Wolf Lowry, because we see a lot of his face, and his eyes are about ready to fall out of he his own head. He faced so hard. <laughs> he was facing with all of his might. The the, mo- the, the faciest face that ever faced West. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Until Clint Eastwood. It, it, right, right. And even then... Clint Eastwood wasn't acting as much with no. his face. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, oh, uh, 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 like all the faces. Holy so shit! Many. That's all yeah. That's had. all he had to that's, work with. Yeah, that's why it was. That's why he didn't make it in the talkies. 
<laughs> he had a face for silent film. <laughs> oh. And his voice followed, yeah. too. <laughs> he probably had a, like, a really weird right. voice. <laughs> hey, guys. Ready to shoot this talkie? Yeah, like, so, probably like, sound like Paulie Shore or something. Like, oh, God, we can't do this. <laughs> oh, I made a, made a horrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, they, that was, no question, undisputed face king of oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh didn't much have it. No saloons. Aww. So sorry, no saloon. Oh, oh, oh. I I would like to I would like to propose a saloon. Because yes, indeed, there was no saloon. However, I would pay solid money to drink in front of that fireplace that had the bad taxidermy oh, bobcat. My yes. God. That bobcat that looked just as surprised as we were. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, guys, it it was like an arched, it was an arched fireplace Mm -hmm. uh, with a mantle 10 feet tall. Oh, yeah. With a, with a, with a dang bobcat on it. Yeah. I I would, that's where I would be drinking. Yeah. Hands down. Bow and arrow over top. Elbow on the mantle. Yeah. Elbow on the mantle, foot up on the, on the stone thing. Right by the base Talking of the fireplace. I yep. mean, this is what I'm trying to get over in, in nice. my place over here. Exactly. And you get you assume that position, drink in hand, you go, ah. mm-hmm. so everything's all right. You mm-hmm. got I go up there and be like, all right, well, uh, how about them Bolsheviks? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They'll never go anywhere. How about them Bolsheviks? Their beards and mustaches. It's a good look. <laughs> Vladimir Elik Yulianov. What kind of name is that for a person? That's an alien's name. That's some kind of ET. I am the Walrus. I am the Walrus. Yes. Uh, so I guess that uh, moving on, postcard moment. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Well, do you mind if I take a first stab at it? Because there's one scene that to took town. my took my breath away. Sure. That was at the very end when we see, uh, we see our man Wolf on the ridge, in the wind, getting whipped by the wind. Yes, and he's almost yes. he is almost silhouetted, and he hangs his head low, oh. and you can tell his heart is broken. So he's got to fuck off to Alaska and cry. Oh, that was about so it. good. That was mine too. Mm. <laughs> well chosen, mm. my friend. Mwah. Primo. Sometimes when you're sad, you just gotta fuck off to Alaska. Who knew? I mean, like that Elvis song, <laughs> "Fuck Off to Alaska." Yeah, I hear that all the sock hops. <laughs> fuck off. That's the words, right? <laughs> yeah, of, uh, of course. Uh, that's, that's all. I mean, yeah. And it was also Elvis. <laughs> was it sure. Elvis? I don't know anything. <laughs> No, it wasn't. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Delvis. Delvis <laughs> Prebsley. <laughs> you know I'm a dumbass. I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I get him confused all the time. The Elvis, Prebs, Elvis Presley and Delvis <laughs> Prebsley. Del- See, I almost did it right there. Delvis Prebsley. I'm going to use that as... Uh, next time somebody asks for my name, I'm going to tell Elvis them that. Elvis Elsery. D- d- 
<laughs> Delvis. <laughs> the, the name's Delvis Presley. <laughs> Get it right. What? Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, that, that was my postcard, too. That was so that was good. Just... I mean, most of the, most and, of the movie and... was kind of inside, so it wasn't as, yeah. Yeah. I, the outside shots are really pretty, though. They did a good job. Like, for 1917, I'm like, we've seen mm-hmm. worse movies that were, like, from... Made in the last 30 yeah. years. Shot worse yeah. than 1917. Like, this was brand new technology. Yeah, they were practically they, inventing it as they, they went along. They didn't have to go as hard as they went. Like, <laughs> people were going to just be awed at the moving pictures. <laughs> right. Yeah, they didn't need a plot. Here's a guy shooting another guy. Right. Woo! For 30 minutes. Here you go. <laughs> and it kind of started like that. Like the opening scene was just a cattle drive. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, is this is just this a cinema verte? Like, did you guys just shoot a cattle drive? Cool. Sure. Yeah. Well, to round it all out, let us sing the glories of squatting coot. Yes, our coot. <laughs> After all, he's not a bad old coot. We barely he's... knew them. He's just trying to live his life squatting out there in that cabin, you know, doing God well, knows what. He had a big-ass apron on. I th- it's like he was cooking oh. something. I was like, eh, you know, don't bother the man. He's cooking dinner. He's, he's yeah. out there making the shine. He's out there making shoe leather taste like cabbage. Or cabbage taste mm-hmm. like shoe leather. We're not, you know, let's not let's not jump Ooh. to conclusions. <laughs> Quite a delectable in some parts of Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. You know what? I, I We really should... Uh, that old coot can R.A.P. in peace, you know? Mm-hmm. He's, he's gone, but not forgotten. Yep, like everyone else in this movie who is yeah. dead. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that anyone who had anything to do with the production of this film, and also anyone who's seen the movie in theaters, <laughs> is dead. Anyone who might remember seeing it in theaters is certainly dead. The baby, I think, is probably yeah. also dead. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but that baby, that baby's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that baby was alive in 1917. Dead. Yeah. Dead probably or in the 80s. <laughs> probably that... in the 80s. Good, good decade yeah, to go. Not bad. Hey, that baby lived long enough to see uh, the Long Riders. Okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Ronnie uh, Reagan become president. The the shootest. Yes. Uh, that's a, that's a Yay, thing. Reagan. That's a thing you can see. The shootest. The shootest. What did I miss that one? That was one of <laughs> yeah. the first ones we watched, and it made us very yeah. sad because it's like let's watch John Wayne slowly die of cancer. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh. it's like a coda on the seventies. Yeah, like, it's just like uh, you know, the death of all cowboys. Well, yeah. I guess I'll go sit out in the aspen. Oh. <laughs> Brown malaise. <laughs> Re-elect Jimmy Carter. Hey. Uh. <laughs> anyway, here's Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my dad is still pissed. We traded out Carter for Reagan. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like we had a. Oh, <sighs> it's fine. 
It's fine. You know it's in it's the fine. past. Like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get past no, not it. Not that far. Not far <laughs> enough in the past. Like mm. we're still we're we're still pendulum swinging from it. Yes. You know? Yes. We're still like there's still people that think that Reagan was a decent human. <laughs> you know. Oh, we could be here all night if we wanted to talk about how much we all hated Ronald Reagan. Um, we still gotta, <laughs> but I've got Bolshevik things right. to do. Exactly, we still gotta watch a Ronald Reagan film. Wasn't he in a western? Nice, we do. Yes, he's in plenty. Nice. <laughs> so we have that to punish ourselves with. Gross. Um, well, how do we want to uh, rate this uh, silent artifact? I perhaps I, I enjoyed watching it. I think a lot of it was mm-hmm. just the novelty of it being a silent film. Like I got very excited whenever there was like a a title card. Um, <laughs> like I, I think I'll work for anyone who needs <laughs> right. Like the fact because you know we would read them aloud and you know give it either a dramatic reading or give it a little weird spin or read the German read subtitle. the German subtitle instead. <laughs> And like that, just to me, added a lot of enjoyment and and some like rewatchability because it's almost like a choose your own adventure because you can change the tone of the movie just by reading those title cards <laughs> in different ways. Hundred uh, percent. So I I enjoyed it for that. I mean, I think as a western goes, you can't get too much more west as a, a film filmed during <laughs> and set in <laughs> right. the old west. Um, so, I mean, it had all the trappings and they were all a hundred percent correct because of, it is so old. Um, and it, but like, you know, the story was kind of weak. I, I didn't like the ending. It was too sad. I was like, I find it hard to believe that this grown man, you know, you know, everybody gets their heart broken, but like he gets his Mm -hmm. heart broken one time from someone he Mm -hmm. just met. And he's like, I gotta fuck off to Alaska and be sad forever. I was like, I don't like the mm-hmm. message of this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, I, I, I also thought it was a mixed bag of a film. I liked the ending oh, though, okay. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, I think the happy ending is a lot of times overrated. Sometimes I like a sad ending. I agree. But as far as my overall rating, how I would rate this silent film <clears throat> is probably with this face. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I think each of us is gonna have to take a selfie of the face, and we'll have to. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to make us a blog or an Instagram, and we'll post our faces <laughs> as the rating. A blog. 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 The blogosphere. Blog. Anyway, the side side rate it, but I, I also weak story, good shots, neat ending. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I, I, I was going to give it two and a half out of six because it was neat to see, like, you can see where, like, filmmakers were getting away from, like, it's just a stage. We just got to film a stage. How hard can this be? And they're, like, starting to do neat things with cameras. It's an artifact. Yeah. And in exactly. that regard, it's interesting. Precisely. Yep. Well said, Stu. Yep. And I second You know, <laughs> if you just want to start the movie maybe, like, f- five minutes in, <laughs> you can escape the uncomfortably racist scene. <laughs> other oh, than yeah. that there are still a couple other racist <laughs> yeah. scenes but that one was oh, the yeah. worst it was like yeah. very out of mm. nowhere and confusing but yeah I uh, I enjoyed mm. it as an artifact it was, it was fascinating to watch and I had a good time 
So this is in the public domain, so you can easily find this on YouTube. It's called Wolf Lowry from 1917. And uh, unless any of y'all got something else to add, I want to thank everyone for listening. We really appreciate le- you. <laughs> I think Stu got a Bolshevik stroke. <laughs> <laughs> He's been watching too many of them talkings. <laughs> From each according to their need, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm not a communist like a... philosopher. I don't know what you want from me. Oh, no, you spoke like a true communist there. <laughs> <laughs> From each according to their need, or whatever. Or the what fuck. the fuck. Yeah, I, I think Karl Marx know. said that, right? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That was a first yeah. draft. He, he, tw- he tweeted that out. <laughs> Engels cleaned it up for him. Yeah. And by, tw- by and by tweet, he opened up a window in his house, shouted it into the street. <laughs> <laughs> and people like are, are like Carl, are you Throwing all right? Garbage at him. <laughs> Shut up! It's three a.m. Jesus Christ! I got a fourteen-hour shift at the factory coming up. You ass. <laughs> and he's like, seize the memes of production. What's a meme? <laughs> oh man! And on that uh, deeply read and radical note. I want to thank everyone for listening. I am, as always, the deputy, Stu Kaufman. And I am the silent one, Amy McLeod. And someone just gifted me a quarter of an animal. My name is Pat Jarrett. <laughs> Y'all watch yourselves out there on the trail. Yeah. <laughs>